Hello, and welcome to Great Hang, the greatest hang that's ever hanged. I'm your hang, Tim McLaughlin, coming to you with your other hang, Micah Fox. Hello, Micah. Yo, Tim, what up? What it do, yo? How Uh-oh. are you? No, bad start. <laughs> no, it's Terrible a good start. Terrible start. It started being a little urban to full-on AA... V-E uh, theft. We're not culture vultures here at the Great Hang Podcast. I don't think if you say things in this tone, if you say, what it do, yo, I don't think that's what culture it theft. It's, well, it's dork theft. It's theft of dork culture. That's fine. I'm what allowed it to do, steal that. yo, that is, it's what, 90s hip-hop slang? You got it, my soul sister. No, stop. <laughs> Wrong. Michael, we have a great guest today. We Introduce do. his fucking ass. Uh... You may know him from being an incredible comedian and friend of ours, Steve Malden, everybody. Hello. Is that the last name <laughs> you want us do? to use? Yes, thank you, Steve. Yes, I've had seven last names in my career <laughs> okay. as an open mic comedian. My, fr- my r- real last name is Mulcahy. Okay. No one could say that, so I decided to go by Steve Jones. That lasted like a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you a whoa. member of the Monkees? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I think, and also there was a reason, I can't remember that, like Steve Jones was a bad person. Like the, the, uh, the, There was a famous Steve Jones who did something bad. And then I went by my middle name, which is Gerard. And when I was moving to New York from Chicago, where I met Tim, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I... There, I, somebody goes, hey, there's another Steve Gerard here who you guys maybe know. I've know? Met, I had met him before. I don't think, does he do comedy anymore? Well, I don't know. But when I was moving here, somebody said that there was a very well-established com- comedian who did weird alt comedy named Steve Gerard. He was not well-established, but there was a weird alt comedian named Steve Gerard. Shout out Steve Gerard. Steve Gerard, <laughs> wherever you're at, dude. Sorry, you, uh, I changed. And then I lived on Malden Street. In Chicago, and I went outside one day and was like, "I'll just be that name." So this is my fourth name. How whimsical! <laughs> it's whimsical. Yeah, and I feel like when you have a new name, you can inhabit a new space. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why I picked Micah Fox. <laughs> Micah Fox, Tim McLaughlin are both great. Yeah, names. I think Tim McLaughlin too boring. No, Tim McLaughlin is a great. It's a song of a name. I think it sounds like a guy who's getting yelled at at the mall. Mm. That's because that's is what he used to do. Get yelled at at the mall. Oh yeah, my wife would be like, "You didn't park close <laughs> enough. You missed all the spots." Wait, wait, wait! You didn't have a wife. That's a what we're false just, premise. We're just oh, doing bits. Premise. I meant because he worked at uh, Sharper Image and was probably bad at it. No, no, no! You think getting drunk at the sh- while I was working at the Sharper Image with Mike Mello would make me bad at my job, or taking Valium before I went into work would make me bad you at were my job? Pill popper? I took a Valium once. Before I went into work at the uh, Sharper, it's the only time I've taken Valium. Oh, you'll have plenty of opportunities to take a sit break, Steve. Tim's <laughs> launching into one of his first of many stories about him. And I go, so I'm, so anyways, Steve, this is a nice, this is a little part of the show called Tim's Story Time. Okay. And no, it's. <laughs> so I take a Valium before I get into work. Now the Valium is hit and I'm feel I'm on cloud nine, just uh-huh. having a nice time at work. This gentleman goes, uh, hey, man, how does this clock work? It's a clock that shows the light on the ceiling. So the light goes to the ceiling. So when you're laying down, you can see what time it is on the ceiling. Got it. And I go, it works great, man. And then I just walked away. <laughs> and he, he went and grabbed me by the shoulder and he goes, no, no, no. Like, how do I make it work? And I go, oh, I have no idea. He's like, we haven't even figured out how to make me work. <laughs> it was almost like a who's on first kind of confusion. Yeah. There. You're like, oh, yeah, it works great. Goodbye. If only Tim could do that on purpose. 
Yeah, that would be nice. Steve, you're going to have to hold the mic up a little, not that close, but not in your mouth. Uh, hold up. <laughs> you're going to have to hold the mic a little closer. Aaron, right what is here. the, isn't it this? Or is no? that right? I hold it about here. They say a fist's length. Uh, Tim will show you one in a minute. No, I have to take <laughs> it out of my ass first. Um, so, Steve, very funny comedian. Steve, you've been killing it lately here in the New York comedy scene. People are a buzz about you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So we had to have you on before all these big pods get you, and you're too busy for us. Yeah, I know. It's it's bound to happen. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's funny. I, I check my uh, Instagram. You know how you're like, wow, I'm doing great. And then you have weeks of like, whoa, I'm not doing great at all. Like, uh, I, I felt like I was doing a bunch of shows, and then it just dries up, you know? You know, I guess you guys don't know. You do yeah, I mean, I don't do, I haven't done shows in a long, long time. No, you have. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, I haven't had a show all month. So I see clips, though. Yeah, those are from past shows. Oh, so here's what happens, Steve, on social media is uh-huh. things aren't always as they seem. <laughs> no. It turns out you can take a clip from any time in history and put it up now. <laughs> and then no way. It's, in, it's incredible what you can yeah, do. You, you know, I you don't can know. even tape stand up here and put a laugh track in. Yeah. People think you're in a cool apartment show. Oh, you know, what if this was the first time oh, I realized social gosh. media isn't, uh, isn't what it is? <laughs> it hurts yeah. my feelings. All the time, like, um, there's a guy we know who, or po- is he? Yes, thank you. Yeah, or is he even, uh, or is he a guy? Actually, can I say names on here? Or? Yeah, you yeah. Can. He's very funny. His name's Eric Scott. Oh yeah, hilarious guy. He posts clips, and I was like, man, you're killing it. You're killing it. He goes, no, man, that's one show that I've been chopping up. You know? Yeah, that's why you have to dress nondescriptly. This yeah. is why another reason why comedy hurts women. I. S- that's a good actual. Really oh, because women have to dress all nice to yeah, everything. Yeah, you dress so that, all nice, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, does she wear that dress everywhere? Does she wear that? Because you wear things that stand out totally. as a woman. Yeah. The trick is, yeah, you fucking just got to keep it real neutral, like you a know man. who's proving you wrong on that. Every woman that goes to Steve's open mic, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what you? Oh, you don't think I noticed that they're wearing the overalls again? <laughs> <laughs> How many fucking women in overalls do you have at your mic? A lot it's overalls. Oh, yeah. we should make a little counter. Oh, fucking. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of overalls, a lot of, a lot of um, eccentric I'm like, dress. I'm like, oh, really? Winter overalls? I didn't know they made winter overalls. That, what? Micah, what are you talking about now? You yeah, know it's a summer made... thing. Overalls is a summer thing. You got a piece of hay coming out of your mouth. You're painting a fence because Tom Sawyer said it was fun. <laughs> what? Tim he doesn't read. He yeah. cannot catch I understand literary the references. I understand the Tom Sawyer reference. I don't understand. You don't understand that you can wear overalls in the winter? They're... They make overalls for the winter. This is okay, some blue collar truther. I'm just <laughs> Jesus saying, Jesus Christ! You just don't understand that they can make thicker clothing that look like overalls. Tim, it is called playing along. And I didn't want to do it because it was fucking insane. I want other people look to think that I'm is. a fucking I, I idiot talk, too. Here's the fist, and here's the fist. I, oh, I didn't make the fist. You mean he, your fist will ball? Yeah. No. Well, and yeah. When Micah says fucking, here, here the, comes Arthur mad again. <laughs> when Micah says the dumbest shit I've ever heard like i didn't know there were winter overalls Mike, no one wants to play along with that because we also don't want to look like fucking dumbasses steve i i'm thinking about these this overall question <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes i decided to ponder upon it well i remember when i was in like <laughs> steve's doing a stall tactic classic childhood divorce oh definitely you know, i would love to do a poll how many comedians have divorced parents you think 100 percent 
Well, not Tim, but Tim does no. Tim count as a comedian now? Yes or no? <laughs> I'm more of a truth teller, I guess, too. <laughs> yeah, Tim's just like, I, my parents are together, so I'm more of a humorist. Yeah. I didn't know that, Tim. My parents are still together. I had a wonderful childhood. Oh, really? There's literally no reason I should be doing this. Oh, except that you're good at it. And... Oh, well, thanks, Steve. Yeah. Look at him doing it again. What? Making the peacemaker, Steve. Yeah. Middle and child, remi- Steve. And that yes, reminds me. I am me absolutely of... the peacemaker and have been for my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of another story. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't have one. Can we quickly say that when I walk... No, we good are luck. Dressed. You better fucking get it in fast. <laughs> Did you notice, Tim? When I open the door, we're dressed basically almost the same here. Oh, wow. That's because it's a cool. holiday-themed episode of the pod. Yep. I guess I have, like, burgundy on or no, whatever. We all match. Yeah. The color scheme. Tim doesn't well, even match himself. Well, I had to take Tim this... Tim does what's called power clashing. Sure, but I also had, I don't know what that is, but I had to take this shirt, I had to put this shirt on before we started because I was taking the ACs downstairs, out of the window, taking them downstairs. Ladies. And, uh. (laughs) Yeah. You think you're so cool being single? Well, look what I have. And I look. Closed windows. I look down at my shirt and there's just clumps and clumps of like fucking lint and hair and shit that had just accrued on the AC that had gotten on my oh, shirt. yeah, yeah. And when I was getting the other one out of Micah's office, she kept staring at my shirt, and I was like, huh, I wonder why. And then I come downstairs, and I look down, and I was like, oh, it was covered in shit, and she didn't tell me. <laughs> well, he was talking, and if you interrupt him, you see that fist again. No, wrong, bozo. <laughs> I, it's so crazy. But Steve, what have you been up to recently? This is catching up. Oh, this is catching up. Um, what have I been up to? Well, Mike and I were talking in, in the kitchen, and uh, I did, uh, I'm did. i doing Sober November. Oh, how's it going? You know, it's better now. Have you For- been nutting, though? Because it's oh, also yeah. no nut November. Yeah, why'd yeah. you skip Sober October, the classic sober month? I didn't, I, that's weird. I didn't it really. It rhymes. It does rhyme. That's funny. Yeah, it does rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, you could call this Remember November, because you remember what happens now. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. That could be. This is why Michael works in advertising. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think I, 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 I'll say this. Every month for the last probably six months, I would start. I'm doing it this month and then fail. How far how far do you usually get? Man, I one time got to like twenty three days. And <laughs> oh, failed. No. And then I don't know if you all are the same, but my mind just it I have to close the circle in the right way. So I'm like, I gotta do it the right way. I have to do a full month. Yeah. So and now what we're on day eighteen. Okay. So that's pretty good. Pretty You're good. Doing good. But you made Feels it to twenty three and then gave up. I did. And, and this is even 23 worse. and one for me, old Stevie. Oh, oh that's good too. This is a, the, the rhyme show. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. God, it is. It really brutal. is. Why did that hurt my feelings more than anything Tim has said so what? far? Okay. Do you guys know Jill Wiener? Yeah, yeah. I work with Jill Wiener. Love Jill Wiener. So the other day, uh, I was at her show. I went to see her show. And we were talking afterwards, and she said something, a movie line. Um, I don't even remember what the line was, but I went, ha, 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 like that. And she, she went, ha, 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 back to me. And I was like, oh, God, did I just do that? Like, I didn't even, I wasn't even conscious of making you, it. You're not even aware when you're a phony piece of shit. I know. I was you like, just do it out of habit. I, it, it has been plaguing me. I, I, it's, been, it's made me, like, reassess my whole being. Jill will like, hurt your feelings. Okay, is that... Um, yeah. And, and I was glad she did, because I was like, oh my God, Jill, I, I was I'm gl- so sorry. What a peacemaker. <laughs> I'm glad you hurt my feelings. Can I say, though, that it's, I, I struggle to gen, gen, uh, genuinely laugh? 
Do, do you all we'll try and make you do it today. Yeah. We're going to get a real one out of you. Now that's okay. a challenge Challenge accepted. <laughs> but so, yeah, I've Maybe. Been doing, I've been doing a sober... Uh, this is sober, well. Remember November? Yeah, remember November. That's very good. I'm doing that one now. Forever. Hell yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I'm going to roll it over maybe next month and we'll see. But no, oh, actually, no. I have a friend coming into town. Do you ever do that where you're like, I know this is going to happen, so I have to drink? That's called alcoholism. Yes. A hundred percent. I used to plan my every day around how I was going to drink. Really? Well, because like I, I like to exercise, you know, but alcohol really gets in the fucking way of that. It you really does. Can't exercise drunk, so no. any point after you start drinking, that's a no go, mm-hmm. right? You hung over, you don't really want to work out then. So I would sit there and plan my workouts around the mo- when I was more and less likely to drink. Wow. And then I was like, uh oh. Yeah. That's bad. It was you. You were like it was a little bit of a wake up. Like oh. You you were became conscious of that. Yeah. No. Yeah, but but like when you start planning, oh, this person's in town, or this event is happening, and and all of a sudden now it's deciding when you drink, not you. Well, that's a hundred percent what what I've always done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you know what else? One time I did a year. I turned thirty. This has always been my thing. I also make huge ultimatums with myself for some reason. And Bobby Condon, our good friend, yes. He's always, he doesn't understand it all. And he's like, why do you do that? You know? Or I'll be like, I'm Bobby gonna- is a hater. Yeah. Through and through. He's a hater and, a, and also a psycho. So who cares what he thinks? <laughs> but I'll be like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to look at Instagram for a month or whatever. Or I set these weird times. And he just, he's like, okay, why? You know? <laughs> so I'm constantly. Why? Just why would you want to better yourself? Yeah, he's like, why? And I'm like, because it makes me feel bad. And he's like, Okay, but so I'm always trying to. <laughs> every new month, I either try to add something good or take something bad away, and I almost always fail completely. Well, it's good you're trying, though. Yeah, you're yep. probably. I mean, think of how fucked up you'd be if you didn't even try to do those things. Totally, just yeah. adrift on your own Absolutely. vices. Yeah, and I here's the uh, when I turned thirty, I was like, I can do a year sober. I made it eleven months and two weeks. Oh my Whoa. god. No. And then you quit in the last two weeks because what? It was the holidays. Uh, no, I went on a date and I was like, I just couldn't see a way. This was before I knew you could say I don't drink and not feel lame about it. So you had not gone on a date for eleven months and two weeks. Um, no, I mean, I no, I don't think. But this was, uh, I had maybe been hanging hanging out, you know. But this was like a, a woman that I was kind of excited about. And sh- and I just was like, I'll look so lame if I don't have a drink. And I totally got drunk. So you hadn't told her. You'd seen her before. This is our first date. God. And so you just couldn't figure a way around saying, I don't, I'm not drinking right now. I couldn't do it. We met at Warby Parker. Do y'all, have y'all been there? The glasses, the glasses place. Store. glasses place. And she said... Did she put glasses on and see you? And you put glasses on and saw her? <laughs> and you guys were like... <gasps> no, it, she, she was... <laughs> Very cute and clearly probably got asked out, you know. Oh, Keep your mic up. There sorry you go. That. We want to hear all of this. Probably got asked out all the time, you know. Um, I'm sure you know this, Micah, you know, uh, as, as, it, as it goes, as a beautiful woman in the world. So the I was like, fuck? I mean, sorry, I Tim. ended up with Tim. So how do you think, how do you <laughs> yeah. think it was going for me? I think Tim is very hot. I've always thought that. No, Tim is very hot, but he is, you know, yep. not asking people out. Yeah. How no. Tim has zero game. 
I got no riz, brother. I don't think that's true. No, no, no. I got no riz. I'm a long con guy. You got to get to like. You got to get to like whatever I'm bringing to the table. Tim's game is: what if I just keep showing up as though it's for somebody else? <laughs> this is what I do. Wait. So how are you a long con guy? Like you plant the seed and then I don't plant any seed. I'm just fun as hell for a long time, I and see. eventually, and they're like, if that's her type, then maybe she'll do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, the, so was, you were hollering at this lady at the Warby Parker. She oh gets, yeah, right. Sorry, uh, I just was gonna say that I was. I've always feel. I always feel very safe when Tim's around. Like if anything goes down, we're good. You know. Oh sure, yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I keep him around. You totally. Know? So I was hollering. I I was talking to this girl, and we were kind of jiving. And I said, "Hey, should I not have said jiving? You can no, say jiving. Fine. You can say jiving. Take a sip and think about it. But you can say jiving." jiving? So let's I, let's put it up in the poll, Tim. Do we, can we do polls on our Patreon? Uh, yeah, but I would say vibing probably more. Vibing, okay. yeah. We were vibing, and you can always tell. Like I don't know, maybe it was with you two. Was it that way when you first met? Was it just like like you feel it? Like after the fourth time, and I remembered who he was, it was on. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I will. I will say later. He just fucking just whoosh. Yeah. I will, <laughs> I will say later that there is someone in uh, who I know who who was very like he's the hottest guy who into Tim yeah and you know her too Yo, what the body. hell wait, the we'll lady about, no it was a woman wait yeah. wait wow Steve if you tell him who she is I might lose him you that's absolutely not, cannot tell him who this person is you can tell me and then I can decide Steve does she work at the post office no, no. <laughs> the post women, office ladies love him <laughs> women who work at the post office love my fucking ass I bet why do you think that is well I come in in a good attitude I think they like that yeah you're respectful I'm respectful and I make little jokes yep. and they go you're just too damn funny <laughs> They go, yeah. look at you. I've, I've had a, I've several times women at the post office go, I could just eat your ass up. And I'm like, Tim's like, I'm not into butt stuff. Don't get near my butt. <laughs> I can 100% visualize that right now. I yeah. go wipe it with some mail first. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Got a hemorrhoid. The, wait, why are you going Dear to the post God. office? Though? I used to sell. Why are you going to a post office? <laughs> I haven't been to Steve's a post got office the in... deep questions. <laughs> I haven't been to a post office in twenty years. I used to. I used to buy and sell trading cards, so I'd go to the post ah. office and sell. This lady, this black lady in front of me in line. So we were at the post office. This mm. dude's banging on the door because they were two minutes late to opening. Uh-huh. And this is some Puerto Rican dude. He's banging on the door. This black lady in front of me is like, "Stop banging on the door! They will not open." They don't give a fuck. They will stay closed. And then yeah, and so she starts yelling at him. He starts yelling at her. Then he starts yelling at her in Spanish. And she goes, she turns it to me and she goes, man, once they start doing that birica birica shit, there's no talking to their asses. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm telling you, it's the hardest I've ever laughed before 8.30 in the morning, oh, I think, in my life. Oh, good. <laughs> birica, birica. I mean, now I can't not hear it in this neighborhood. I'm like, they they are saying birica, birica. Yeah. Can I be honest? What is birica, birica? I don't know. You'll I think know, it's, it's, it's just the inflection in which people speak Spanish. Oh, it's like birica, birica. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I see. <laughs> um, did you guys hear me say she went postal? No. Oh, <laughs> God. No. You know when you have a little joke and you're like, I'll say that, and then it comes out and you're like, oh, no. So can we edit well, Let's edit out when I said, oh, no, she went postal. Okay, but we won't edit out this part. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, so the, the Warby Parker girl, yes. were, uh, I was like, look, 
you know, I know this happens all the time. I wouldn't do it if I didn't feel a connection here. Do you want to go out sometime? And she says – she had a, a process for this. She goes, this is how I handle this when it happens. Here's my email. You can email me. If I like your email, I'll go out with you. That's cute. I know. And I was like, okay. Cool. That's really cute because then she can put the rejection on your bad email persona. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. That's so smart. So, if I'm ever back in the game. Yeah. You can email me. And yeah, that gives her a way to see. Okay, yeah. You know, um, so I, I slave over this email. It, it was not long. It ended up being like four or five lines. Yeah. You can't be – it can't be poetry. No. You can't go on and on. Um, but weirdly, I don't know if you guys believe in fate or – are you, are you, are you, you're not religious, right? No. I'm not. I mean... I'm always surprised when I'm... I'll talk about... Mike is not religious either. She just is a Jew. Okay. I see. Tim, shh. <laughs> a practicing Jew? Do you... No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. I've perfected it. All right. That was good. <laughs> it's not mine. Oh. Well, yeah, what is that from, actually? It's from... Paul Rudd. Oh, right in... Uh... Between Two Ferns. Yes. This is a fun game. Yes, 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 yes. Between Two Ferns is so funny, by the way. Yeah, let's yeah. watch that. So what was the okay, email so, you so, sent? Okay, so I sent the email. And I, so the reason I asked about religion is because I don't know if you believe in fate or things are meant to happen, but there's this band Lower Dens that I was going to see on Friday. Or no, no, no. I'm so sorry. I, I confused that. A band Lower Dens that I had been listening to. And I said in my last line, uh, I was like, and I'm really into this band Lower Dens lately. So I wait a day. That day was brutal. She didn't respond. The next day she responded and she said, A thrill. I'm going, I have tickets to see Lower Dens on Friday. Do you want to go with me? Wow. So I picked the one band out yeah. of. Yeah. That That's great. Why did that happen though? Do you think that that was. I don't know. It's probably it to like, get you to drink again. Yeah. Well, no. Do you think that was fate telling you that you should be an alcoholic? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe you should drink now too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't I never I never linked that up. No. It was it was fate giving me an opportunity that I squandered self-destructively too because I don't think I'm I deserve to be happy. Oh, um, Steve. I mean, do you do you all feel that way? That or? you deserve to be happy? No. I think you should be happy. <laughs> no. Do you, do, I have that feeling really bad a lot of the times when I'm like, oh, no, no. You deserve good, to be happy, Steve. Thank you. Do you go to therapy? I uh, used to. and um, w- But you it, were getting too happy and you had to quit? <laughs> in Chicago, I had a therapist. And when I moved here, we kept talking over Zoom. And then one day I logged on and there she was. And I could tell from her face that something was wrong. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, I can't, we can't keep doing this because I'm not licensed out of state. And I could get in trouble. Oh. And I was so devastated. So I'm still healing from the scars of that trauma. Wait, is that, <laughs> is that real? Damn. I, I didn't realize that you were, it was like, like, like a lawyer. Like you can't. Yeah, I, I didn't think so either. I and think she doesn't like you. I know. Micah, don't say that. <laughs> no, I spent. Micah, don't say that. This narrative me. in my mind, I was like. <laughs> I mean, you could quickly Google whether or not she likes you by finding out I if that's a lie. I will never law. Google that, ever. I don't want to know. Because <laughs> I spent a month going, no, that was a, she just came up with that. That's not real. I mean, it's Zoom. Who's going to ever find out that we're talking? Blah, blah, blah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, she's a, <laughs> Micah. <laughs> All right. That's enough no. of that. Now it's time for plugs. Steve, what do you got coming wait, wait, wait. up? I didn't hear how it went wrong with Warby Parker. Oh, oh Warby yeah. Parker. So then we go to the show, and, and she, like, right away we were kind of hitting it off. And I just was like, I can't tell her that I don't drink. She will think I'm the lamest person in the world. 
And so I just drank. And because I hadn't for 11 months and two weeks, I got totally drunk and lost all my charm and, you know, stuff. And, you know, and I remember her looking at me and it went well for like the first hour and a half and then I had had nine beers and I was like, ah, bro. <laughs> so your compromise, really your compromise wasn't, oh, I'll sip on a beer no. or two and no. make it look chill. No. You went, yeah, well, I get it. That's alcohol for you. I made up for lost time. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, oh, rock and roll. I said like, rock and roll, this, something. You know, and she's, I'm, she's looking at me like, oh no. <laughs> this guy's philosophizing rock and roll <laughs> to me. What a dickhead. In an alternate universe, who knows? We could be married now. Yeah. But, you know. You could have saved her life by getting her sober. Right. Totally. She's probably dead in alley. No, she I, dead? No, no. Um, I don't know what happened to her. Usually when things don't go well, I block it off and you know forever and never look at it again i know people who do the opposite where they're like oh i'm looking at my ex part or whatever I'm oh like, no i'm out yeah i'm, I'm out. out blocked i'll never look except for every now and then i'll take a look really yeah just to be like is this person still a piece of shit oh yep yep oh yeah well that's the orby parker story and uh i liked it I it was liked a good story too. steve lots of twists and turns thank you yes i appreciate it and well there's one other part i was 33 and she was 23 which uh, I didn't feel great about. I you had felt- to. You were like, "I'm gonna look not cool to this woman. I'm too old for." Yes. Woof. I was 33. She was 23. I didn't feel great about it. I felt freaking awesome about it. <laughs> well, I talked to a friend, and I was like, "Is, is am I? Uh, is this?" Too-? And she, he was like, "No." And then I asked her. I was like, am "Who I- is your friend? Was it Blake Burkhart?" Oh, no. <laughs> and and then he and then I asked her, and she was like, "No." And then I think she said something like, my last boyfriend was 45 or something. Oh, no. I know. So I was like, okay. Oh, before we go on to plugs, I want to tell you this. So I was talking to a friend of ours. I'm not going to use his name, but he's sober. And he went out on a date with this girl. And on the date, she took two shots. She took two shots and drank two vodka lemonades, like big ones. Right. And and I'm like, but she knows you're sober, right? And he was like, yeah. And I go, that's a red flag, my man. I say, you bang this lady or whatever, but you can't be getting in a relation with her. Like right away? She's like, shot, shot. Well, I don't know right away, right. but throughout their date, she had had two shots. Jesus. Who, like, does it, who does shots <laughs> just on a does date shots on a date with, with a sober with, person? With a sober person. That is so that, funny Here's to me. the thing is, I used to, like, when I was dating, I would do shots, but, like, secretly... Like before I before, right, before I go to the get there. before I go to the, there I'd go to a bar first yeah. and just be like let me fucking totally. get in the mindset yeah, of totally. like whatever goosh goosh then go be drunk totally not get drunk in front of them be yeah. drunk right. so they don't know yeah you're um, right the, sh- the the you're right the shots that's a red like on a date that's a like you don't thing. even have the fucking wherewithal to hide your alcoholism you're bad yeah. yeah. But it was a very funny story, and I laughed and laughed about it. I thought it was very funny. All right. That's another name we'll have to get back later. And, it, 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 and I'll tell you the other name off camera, because this is... It's too juicy not to know. This is a big deal now, so, you know. Really? I don't want to get a lawsuit. You could have fucking fucked Jeez her way up even Louise. higher than me. Megan Stalter? Anyways, here we go. Uh, it's plugs. It's time for <laughs> it's time for plugs. Oh, my God. Damn Wait, it. was it really? Yeah. Oh. Holy shit! <laughs> How did you guess that? What? Holy shit. I don't know. She's the only person I know that's a big deal. Yeah, you and John Marjalewski. She was really into it. John Marjalewski. She liked bad boys, man. That's crazy. Yep. Wow. Damn. Micah, you're out. Tim, I'm pissed. Stalter. Go get her. 
Megan Stalter, listen up. Micah and I are done. I like you and your money. I will see you soon. Um, uh, dude, but I just saw, I got to watch that new movie she's in. I'm really happy she's been succeeding. It's very cool. Stop oh, kissing her ass. You can't no, have her in no, your no, mind no. now. She's the coolest person I've ever known. This she, is pissing me off. <laughs> she really, that was, I, I knew, we all knew she was going to be big, but yeah. whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. And she is that movie, the guys from SNL, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's enough of that. That's a good part of the movie, or a good part of this uh, th- whatever, it's time for plugs. <laughs> movie. Podcast. I was gonna say we're gonna pl- plug. We were plugging your movie basically, but oh, okay. I've I fucked up. Steve, go ahead. Plugs. Yeah, plug your shit, dude. What you got? Oh, um, when Bobby was on, did did uh, did you go? Did you do like a maybe get some hair plugs? <laughs> no, that would have been no. good though. Okay, I'm st- you can do that now. Okay, uh, hey Bobby, you know, <laughs> plugs. Maybe think about the hair kind. Damn. Right, that's good. Oh, did Bobby did a and we went to Boston and he called out this guy, one other bald guy. The guy took it so horribly. For being bald? <laughs> so Bobby goes, Look, it's my bald brother right here. What's your name? The guy goes, It doesn't he was from England. It doesn't fucking matter. And I don't know if that's English accent, but um, It was good, it was good. Bobby goes, Okay, what you know, Bobby, he keeps pushing. He should have just been like, Whoop, moving on. But he goes, It doesn't fucking matter. And Bobby goes, come on, what's your name? He goes, oh, Joan. You know, like yeah, he made like, up a name. And Bobby is like doing his, they're like doing their bald stuff. Yeah. The guy, I don't know. And so then after the show, Bobby went up and was like, hey, man, trying to shake his hand. And the guy wouldn't even look at him. Wow. Because it's like you outed me as being bald, yes. even though anyone can see that the second they look at me. I well, I want to know what you both think about that because he, then Bobby wouldn't let it go. He was like, "Hey, come of on, man!" Of course, yeah, of course he doesn't <laughs> let it go. He's a fucking psycho. That's yeah. so funny. And the guy goes, "You got what you wanted. Now fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> was this after Bob? Was Bobby wearing a hat and he did the thing where he yeah, goes, he the, "I was uh, bald yeah. the whole time." Yes, yes. Yeah. And okay. He, and there was only one other bald guy, and it was this guy. And so we theorized about why he. Did, why the guy acted that way? Some people are real sensitive about it. But yeah. you then wear a hat. Yeah. Then you know. Then. Well, do you and Bobby have any shows to plug? Oh, sorry, plugs. Yes, <laughs> plugs, plugs. Here we go. <laughs> plugs. Let's see. Um, man, I don't have any plugs. Was that that bad, Tim? I just sneezed. No, and then you looked in your. See, I was making sure that it was wet, and it was. All right. <laughs> wet sneeze. <laughs> um, do you like sneezing? I love it. Oh, I, that one felt pretty good because I was stifling it for a while. Oh, yeah. It's, it's orgasm of the face. All right, let's see here. Um, can we take out that orgasm of the face thing? No, no, no. Nope. Staying in. Okay, so let's see. Uh, plugs. Um, well, I, I wish this was a month ago because I had lots of things to plug. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Boston. I had two shows. One was at the gutter. Oh, uh, yeah. One where I word got back to me while I was still working there that Steve... Murdered harder than anyone on the show. Thank you, Tim. It was one of those ones that worked, and you guys know my style. When it works, it really works, and when it doesn't, it don't. And one of the bartenders goes, there was one guy, absolutely the best guy on the show. He goes, another guy, really bad. I go, was he bald? He goes, no. And I was like, fuck, I was hoping it was Bob. I was hoping it was Bob. I know exactly the other guy that she is referring to. Okay, plugs. (laughs) Let's see. Um, Well, I don't know if you knew this, but my main thing uh, in Chicago and here a little bit more um, now that I've been here for a while is music. 
So I'm working on a new um, album, a new music album with a, a friend of mine, and I really like what we're doing. So that's going to be coming out. You can check out my music. The band name is Sofas. Don't make fun of it, please, please. Okay. <laughs> Sofas. <laughs> People have made fun of this band name, it sounds like. Sofas.bandcamp.com. Sofas. Don't sleep on it. Go to sofas.bandcamp.com. Don't sleep on the sofas. And that's the, um, yeah, that was my, uh, the music that I've made is all there. And we had a new name for our project, and it was Burner Phone. That's kind of cool, that's right? That is cool. a cool, cool name. Fucking Walter Whiteass. Didn't. Look on Spotify because I didn't want it to be taken. Finally, did it's taken. Ah, bummer. I know. So. But and you can also follow him at Steve Malden. Yeah, ask Steve Malden. Uh, check out I, my my Instagram stories are really good. Yeah, Steve, Steve has good really original stories. Yeah. The other day I did one that was because uh, you know how people say life continues to rip and they're like, have you seen this? No. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's yeah. like they're in some. They're like you know their arm is around some big comedian you know and they're and they're the the caption is life continues to rip. You know, like, their life is kicking ass. So I did one that said life continues to rip, but it was, t- the pants were torn. Oh. Classic you stuff. You can look up uh, that <laughs> you guys, you guys like visual puns? Yeah. Also, if you like Darren Carter, the party starter, Steve shares his oh, stuff all I the time. To, I had to block. I had to unfollow. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and the funny thing, do, do you know him? The guy that goes, I like my women like I like my. No. Okay. And then people yell something out from the crowd, and he does, like, a joke about it. Yeah. Can you maybe put that up? Hold on. Here. Should we wait like 30 seconds? Tim doesn't do this. Yeah. It's work and he doesn't do that. I will I will put a link to Darren Carter, the party starter, in the description. The guy has like 500 clips on uh, Instagram. Every single one of them is him going, I like my women like I like my. And then the crowd yells out, you know, bananas. And he goes, bananas. You know, I I can't even think of anything. Oh. Hard on the outside, but when you peel them, they get real soft yeah, and mushy. Yeah, and then they go, woo! And then he shines a flashlight and does a beatbox. <laughs> That's his whole thing. It's and sick. And he's famous. I mean, he has like 300,000 followers or something. You yes. would be but thrilled. He, he's been doing stand-up for like 35 years. Mm-hmm. Darren so there's Car- still a chance for you. Yeah. Darren Carter's been, re- been really working at it for a long time. Um, Have you ever met him? I've never met him, but I heard he's a very, very nice man. Well, this has been a fun plug section for Darren Carter. Darren Carter, and uh, we run a mic on Wednesdays that I really enjoy doing. Uh, Tim and Micah come all the time at yes. Pine Box Rock Shop. And I've got something. I'm working on a show that I'm trying to get going, so not more t- TBD. All right, and also check out the Tough Questions podcast with me and Jeff. You can check that out. You can check me out at hot underscore comic 69. December 1st and 2nd, I will be – actually, the shows are sold out, so it doesn't matter. Whoa. Uh, but I'll be opening for Jeff R. Curie with Jeff Sheen in Des Moines and in Tampa. We will be there the 15th and 16th and, uh, more, uh, dates. I have dates with Eddie Ift coming up next year. So check those out. That's awesome, Tim. Thank you. Sold out shows. Sold out shows. Not, not, not because of me, but. Yeah, R. Curie. Really yeah, actually, now yeah. that Tim, if Tim puts his name out there, maybe a few will open up. Yeah. <laughs> a few seats will fucking get open. So if you want to come. <laughs> Uh, Michael, what do you got? Uh, you know, just follow me on uh, the old socials at M-Y-K-A-F-O-X. And please subscribe to our Patreon. Give our Patreon. Give your friends and family the gift of hate. Uh, greathang.com. Patreon. Patreon.com slash greathang. Check it out. It's a great show. We're going to have Steve on for our Patreon episode after this. It has already come out, actually. And we're doing another 
Parade.com. I can't com. even do my own fucking... You were, you were going do- greathang.com. You fucking interrupt me. I can't even finish my own plugs. He has to talk over me during plugs. The least important section that people probably skip over the entire time. Bitch didn't even get the Patreon right. <laughs> well, maybe... You know what? Don't subscribe to it. Let Tim fucking hag, sag on... Fucking go ahead, come on. You jump got on, it. jump on Megan Stalter's coattails. I'll fucking yes. live with my riches alone and save a shit ton of money. And I don't fucking even need your ass. <laughs> Suck my dick. Don't subscribe Damn. to the Patreon. Fuck off. I get on Megan Stalter's coattails. Her fans will be upset. Yep. Yep. What that she fi- she bags a hot piece? I think no, 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 no. I think they'd hate everything about me. <laughs> But, Can I Mike, plug? are you upset about this? Yeah, I'm fucking furious that you interrupted me during plugs, the least important fucking section. I was Nobody gives a fuck about our plugs. Patreon.com slash great hang. Can we just move on to the next segment? Can I plug Micah's Twitter? Because um, it's uh, you're like one of my favorite twi- Twitters. Thanks. And I will say this. I don't. That X thing ruined Twitter for me. Yeah, I never sucks. go on there anymore. Yeah, it sucks. I almost never post anymore. But I did twice this week. Pretty good. But Micah's yeah. Twitter is hilarious. Uh, um, high, high recommend. All right. Well, now, Steve, I know you're a little bit of a, more of an alternative comic. Yes. And uh, this is a part of the show we call Spit That Bit. And this is where if you have a bit working up yep. that you're working on, you can throw it to Micah and I. Maybe we can help you with it. Okay. Even though we don't. We're more, I'm more of a personality guy myself. Mike is more of a writes good jokes, and then you are a good joke writer that also does weird esoteric comedy. Yes. So do you have anything new you're working on? I thought of something yesterday, actually, that I would love to throw out there. All right. So I I do, this is true, I have to get a crown on my tooth. Mm, Congratulations. Mm. Do you know how long you can wait? Because they were like $1,800 or something, and I was like, all right, I'll just wait as long as I have to. <laughs> as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pain is the factor, right? Yes. Yeah. It's pain, and it's, I don't want to pay for it. And So here's the joke. The dentist... Oh, God, I'm already embarrassed saying this out loud. Okay. <laughs> this, is my fa- this is my favorite segment for that reason. Okay. Okay, and if it's if it's if it's not salvageable or good in any way, you just say that too, right? Uh, no, no, we've never we've it? never said that. Okay, no matter who we have on, I want to try. I, I, this one is quick, so I don't know it, what thoughts you, y'all will have. All right, so I went to the dentist, and they said you need to get a crown. Gr- so great, now I have to buy a ticket to England, and. Uh, <laughs> How do you even get into the Buckingham Palace? Right. Yeah. And then I was thinking you can end it with, and that's why you have to floss. That's not, Steve, actually, I like that. I can see you doing it. I think it would work. Uh, Could you do something maybe with the guards that don't move, that aren't allowed to move or something? That's good. Well, they're not allowed to smile, and having a great smile is one of the things you go to a dentist for. So there's something there. Oh, maybe that's why they don't smile, because they don't have their crowns. And their work, and maybe yeah. you have to work as one of those guys at the Buckingham Palace to get your crown. Wow. Now, is that something? I mean... This might be the most productive... <laughs> Holy smokes. Bit of all time. <laughs> I'm dying. Are you okay, buddy? You want some water? <coughs> no, I'm all right. No, maybe Megan Stalter can hand him some water. Micah, quit being jealous. Green is not your color. It is today. Me too, yeah. Yeah, you guys actually look great. That's really... I love that guard thing. I'm trying to think. Guys, this is why it's so good to just 
Drop your ego and ask other – because I never would have thought of that. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's so good. I'm trying to think what, what it could be. Though. I like that they don't smile too. That's all. So you had the guard one. You had the smile one. But what, how could you link it in? Um, so now I have to go to England. Uh, what, go to the Buckingham Palace? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They don't even – Well, you just got to well, take it to the lab. We help a little and then you can take it to the something lab. Else, here's something else if you're going to England. England people are known for having bad teeth. And so it's like where are all their fucking crowns? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. This is why Mike is good for this bit. I'm bad for it normally, unless you're Alex Dragovich, where we have like a similar. Uh, this is why they're all fighting for the crown because nobody there has bad, has that, good teeth. That's so good. Here in America, anybody can wear the crown as long as you fucking pull up your boot. I don't know. Blue cross, blue shield. Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's Fuck crazy. the Iron Cross. We need the Blue Cross. That, whoa. All right. Go off, Micah. Micah, goddamn. She's trying to impress me now and get me back. Nah, I'll never be famous like Megan. Go find her. <laughs> Go fucking bang on whatever fucking wall of whatever church she's about to get married in and fucking stop that wedding and go... Go fucking chase your dream Megan, of being. Steve told me <laughs> being yeah. the guy behind the girl. You could be the guy behind the girl way better than this, Tim. No, I like being behind you, Micah, because most people, because I'm way, way bigger than you and taller, and you can people can see me above you. Yeah, and I still get a little. He's like, shine. I can't be in your shadow. You're too small. <laughs> You're too little. Fucking That's brutal. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, well, Steve, that was a good spit that bit segment. We got to get to our next segment. We're running out of, we're running low on time. That's great. That that was actually incredible. I will take these notes. I can't wait until he takes them all and it's still bombs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be great. That's okay. Yeah. The straight white male thing the other day made me laugh very hard, Steve, especially when you you. threw your jacket (laughs) over your shoulder and walked around. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Steve, this is a segment on the show called Hot Take of the Week. Mm. This is where Micah. Goes on the internet, finds a situation, mm-hmm. gives us the situation, okay, and then we get a little bit of information, we give our take on it immediately, and then she gives us more information, we find out if we were right or wrong. Got it. Okay. Um, am I the asshole? This comes from Reddit's Am I the Asshole? This is from Reddit. Am I the asshole on Reddit? All right. I can't say fucking anything without you. Fu- they don't, do they need to hear it again from you? This is like, what are actually, you mad about? It's actually pathological what you're doing right now, Steve. Are you? Will you be a witness to this? Will you all be a witness to this? Was there something I said that was not clear about any of that? Wow. That is actually fucking mentally ill. Go on. <laughs> Unbelievable! Can, may I, Steve? This is coming from. Am I the asshole on a Reddit? Uh, <laughs> dear God! I, you know what, Megan? Good luck. No, just no, fucking no. you. Good luck with that. All right. Uh, am I the asshole for refusing to have a fully child-free wedding? Wow! For refusing to have a fully child-free wedding. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I well, I'd say no because it's. Oh, for not having one for not no. Having, yeah, 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 okay. So, am I the asshole for refusing to not for for refusing to have a fully child free wedding? Wow. So I would say no. If it's your wedding, if you want to have, you can have whatever wedding you want. So I would say no, unless these people are. <gasps> is it? A, is she getting married to a pedophile? Well, why do, we don't know yet. I guess that's true. I guess if she yeah. was getting married to a pedophile and all his friends were pedophiles, then yes. But otherwise, I would say no. That's a good point. Uh, 
It's funny to imagine her knowing that, <laughs> and telling her friends yeah. she's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> but bring your kids. Yeah. Like, it's, oh. There's just a disclaimer at the bottom of the invite. <laughs> Be, bring your own children at your own risk. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so he... So the, the, is it a man or a woman? Or do we not know? We don't, we don't know, know yet. yet. Oh, we don't know yet. Okay. So they're saying refusing to have a child-free wedding. No, I agree with him. It's your wedding. You get to do what you want. Yeah. All right. Let's find out. Let's find out who guys are right. So recently I proposed to my long-term girlfriend. Oh, it was a man the entire time. It is time. a man. Um, and we are planning for a wedding in the summer next year. Everything is still in the early stages. My fiance expressed that she wants a child-free wedding, which I am all down for, but I want to make one ex... ex- it says expectation, but I think he means exception. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, my son, a 15-year-old male. I had him from a previous relationship, and we have, we have evenly split custody of him. Until now, my fiancé has gotten along great with him. We've had days out as a family. She's gone to see his games. He plays ice hockey. And she's even taken him out on fun days, just the two of them. I brought up that I wanted to make an exception to the no-kids rule for my son, uh, she shot the idea down straight away and said she didn't want anyone under 16 there as she doesn't want to feel like she or anyone else has to babysit on her special day. He's 15. You don't have to babysit a 15-year-old. And it's his fucking son. Yeah. It's his son. This is so absurd. Um, I told her that no one would have to babysit him, points to him. He's 15 and she knows he's well-behaved and generally a quiet kid. She then changed her reasoning and asked why I wanted my old family and life on the day I was supposed to be making Ooh, a commitment to her and our new family. I told her while I was making commitment to her, my son will still very much be my son and my family. She then equated it to wanting my ex at our wedding, which I do not and have never asked. I told her that I don't care about the aesthetics of the wedding and that she can pick everything else out, the food, the aesthetic, the music, the dress. All I want is my family at the wedding, my parents, my sisters, and my son. That is the only ultimatum when it comes to our wedding. She started calling me controlling by giving me an ultimatum (laughs) and said I had initially agreed to a child-free wedding and now I'm gaslighting her. Wow. I said we can have a mainly child-free wedding, but with this one exception, an exception that guests can't even complain about being unfair since the only child is the son of the groom. That's true. You can't, I mean, you can't be, listen, if I go and I can't bring my teenager, but the groom's teenager is there, I'm like, well, yeah, it's a guy's son. He's yes, this like not inviting the kid is so much more insane. I think this. I think this guy should not even get married to this woman at all. That's what I was thinking. That she is a walking red flag. Horrendous. This. Yeah. Last <laughs> sentence. She called me a dick and is now not talking to me. Good. I really think this is a reasonable one, but maybe I'm not seeing something. Am I the asshole? Oh, this poor guy. Uh, no, that that is a crazy um, woman. It sounds like if you marry this woman, you are. Fucking over your son. That is such a huge fuck you to your son. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't want his old life there. She sees his son. That's your son, my man. Oh, dude, this lady's a bitch. Do you she- also think that maybe she put that in place because she knew she was really only talking about the son and she cast it under this broad rule of no kids? Well, yeah, because she's like, uh, just no one's 16 and under. And it's like, well, 16 is still a child. T- you know what I mean? It's yeah. clearly like whatever age her son was, yep. she was going to do that plus one. Yeah, I, 29-year-olds, yeah. I feel like child at a, at a wedding means anyone who can't drink. Yes. If you legally can't drink, you shouldn't be. Come on, 18-year-olds. 
If you, I, I still count it as a child because you legally can't drink. And if that's what you want at your wedding is everyone getting drunk, you shouldn't have anyone under 21 there. It's so absurd. Of, of course, your fucking direct offspring should be at your wedding. Yeah, especially 15. You're basically a, a functioning human in every aspect, right? Yeah. You're not – because when you said kids, I'm imagining – them running around, you know, and ca- causing, wreaking Someone going to cry and yes, throw a little, totally. you know, like whatever. It's just like, oh, can we just be adults and get drunk in front of them? It's like, you can get drunk in front of a 15 year old. They can handle that. Absolutely. Wow. So does it, do we find out the outcome or? Um, so basically like, uh, we don't, I don't know if we know the outcome. Let me look at his thing and see he's, um, child free wedding son that I guess it's a throwaway account. Wow. Everyone, everyone in the thing is like yo you you would be the asshole if you marry this woman yeah, okay good um uh like if you haven't fought with her like this before this is a huge everyone's saying do not marry her yep yep That's- do not do it even at child-free weddings this is a reasonable exception right. oh um it says he will in some he added he will still be 15 by the wedding the date was mutually agreed upon um, I'm not her, so I don't know exactly why 16 was cho- chosen. We know why, but we are from the UK where 16 is when kids finish secondary school, so maybe it was that. No, you're fucking coming up with excuses, dude. You, Yeah, you're out. This lady's out. You got to divorce her or just not get married to her. She sounds like a horrible person. Yeah, fuck. Wow. Cool. I wish we got a picture. Yeah, yeah, I, he's probably ugly. Every time, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he probably is. Every ugly, time there's right. a relationship thing where they're like, "Am I the asshole for not putting up with my horribly abusive partner?" Sure. I just pictured like just the ugliest, saddest person. Yeah. it's I, you know, good luck to you. Good luck to you, man. And your ugly kid, probably. Well, Micah, that was a great hot take today. Thanks. And now it's time for the best segment of the show, Steve. Mm. Reviews for the podcast. Uh, based on time today, I'm keeping the news segment out. Yes, I was so nervous. <laughs> is this is Tim's silent way of apologizing to me for being a full asshole today? Well, when, when was I was a full asshole today? We'll review the tapes. Continue with reviews, <laughs> Michael. When was I a full asshole? When I took all the ACs downstairs? Ooh, when I measured the basement walls? Look, oh, he fucking got a tape measure and measured the walls. <laughs> fucking. When I drew it on this piece of paper and sent it to you. Anyways, reviews for the podcast. This is where you can go on Apple iTunes, leave your own five-star review. You don't have to leave a five-star review because, of course, we live in America, which is a free country. You're free to do whatever you want. Or you can leave any kind of review you want, but we would like it. There are no, there are none on iTunes, but there are some on YouTube. So you can go to our YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, of course, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. And then leave a comment, and we'll read it here on the show. Here we go. This is from our last episode with Tyler Mead. LJ Wan says, here for the Uncle Jemima bust status. And then a couple of these. Dude, even our fans have fans now. Yeah, uh, people cool. are a big fan of Uncle Jemima's bust status here in the comments. Uh, Tarman says, funny ending. Thanks. Uncle Jemima says, here it is. Mm-hmm. This was the best episode of the best podcast. It made me hard. And it made me bust. Let's go. <laughs> good Lord. That's he, a good comment. <laughs> he busts on every app yeah. and lets us know. We did not get a bust status for last episode, actually. <gasps> but thank you, Uncle Jemima. I'm sorry if you were sick or something and couldn't bust last week. Uh, Gregory Levine says, great episode. I love the dynamic of you two and Tyler added to it nicely. Miles Stodden says, Micah, and, Micah had Tim Dad laughing a bunch. So funny. 
John M says, Hall of Fame app, you guys are hilarious. Great guest too. Also, Tim, Micah deserves a picture book. I don't remember what that is that's, about. That's about you making a picture book for your best friend, Andrew, about your fucking oh. honeymoon together. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll make you a picture book, Micah. First, you have to take me on something worth remembering. Oh, dear God. She, my, Steve, I feel like I'm getting like the third degree here, and I haven't done anything today. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's love, though. It's all love. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is how you, this is your love language, y'all. Uh, G. Bresto says, pull one sus point off the board for Tim's shoes. I don't know if that's a compliment or uh, you being mean to me, but thank you. Uh, Christian Frio, I don't know. So funny, love Micah's, love, oh, so funny, love Tim's buddy moon story and Micah's 1,000-yard stare, which looked to be Micah reflecting on how Europe was 100% ruined for her romantically. <laughs> Tyler was a great guest and 100% called it subscribe now. And Alan Thickdick says, let people know about the Reddit. We have a subreddit. You can check it out at r slash great hang podcast did you say alan thick dick yeah that's oh. alan thick dick he's a uh, one of our fans oh that's awesome <laughs> he's one of our best yeah. fans oh that's a lot of comments that's great. yeah so yeah. so check out yeah. the subreddit at uh great r slash great hang podcast um now steve yes this is a part of the show where micah reads us she has gives us a question from something where we have to fall in love with her i can i can all right. This is Arthur Aronson's questions. He there came up with 30. I don't know what he has to introduce everything. This is really wild. I'm the host of the show and I have the podcast format in front of me. All right. Uh, he came up with 36 questions. You're supposed to ask each other on a date. And by the end of it, you should be in love with each other. And I was like, what if I could get Tim and my guest to fall in love with me? Okay. And I think you are finally on the episode which I said would Tim would hate and is just horrible anyway. So you are in a real, for a real tough one. We're on, we are in question number 18. Oh, you've been working through them every time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So cool. each week we try and get through them. This is halfway through. Did you say there's 36 questions? Yeah. So wow. we're halfway through. Wow. So Tim should be halfway in love with me. I'm fully in love with Micah, and nothing will separate us, even if she's mad at me for absolutely no reason on the episode. Um,. What is your most terrible memory? Oh, Dear wow. Lord. What is your most terrible memory? Huh. That one's tough. Micah, you've known the question. Do you have an answer for us? So, actually, I was thinking about it. I, I feel like you of... should be the headliner of this, though. Yeah. Well, I have, I mean, I have so many to choose from, and they all star one person. Yeah. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if I have any, like, ultra-terrible memories. You don't have any terrible memories. Tim's, all, all of Tim's things are just like, oh, well, you know, once uh, my mom got mad at me for eating an extra cookie or some shit. You know, <laughs> I tell you, I'll give you a terrible memory. I have a terrible memory. Okay. So, yeah, you have a lot of dead relatives. Don't you feel bad about any of them? Well, that that is, none of those are going to come up in this. So uh, in my early 20s, I got into online poker pretty hard. And I ran up a pretty solid debt on online poker to the point where I had to work. Uh, I had to work three jobs. I worked every single day for over two years to pay off my poker debts. Right, and I had had a talk 
with my parents and with a bunch of other people, I had gone to Gamblers Anonymous. I was going to therapy for my gambling problem, and uh, then I got caught uh, playing poker again one day. And I walked downstairs, and I got yelled at by my parents, of course. But then also, I so I, the te- the memory was terrible because I could see how bad I had betrayed my parents. And also, my dad held a knife to my face, oh my which God. I think was really pushed across the point that uh, he was pretty pissed at me. Like he waved it in your face? He didn't wave it in my face. He held it on my face. Oh, my God. Jesus. And, God, your dad's such a badass. <laughs> and uh, it's the most mad I've ever seen him in my life. What was I'm, he saying with the knife? He was just... He let the knife do the talking. Yeah, 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 he was kind of just displaying how upset he was. But I would say that is my worst memory. Good heavens. Wow. (laughs) Because I felt a lot of shame. I let my parents down. I let them down all the time. That actually isn't the thing, because I'm like a failure and a loser. So, like, I let people down constantly. That's not the thing I worried about, but by how disappointed they were in me and uh, how upset it made them, I think that was uh, really bad. Wow. Man, I've never played. I've only played poker once, and it was in in person. I've never done online poker. Well, you shouldn't. It's a good way to lose a lot, a lot of money. Did you win a lot of money too? The very points? first time I played, I got second place in a poker tournament, and I won thirteen thousand dollars. Well, there you go. And then I lost that thirteen thousand dollars the next day in about two hours. Oh. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Have you ever gambled, Micah? For fun, I, um, I I I understand the value of a dollar, uh-huh. so I don't really put a lot of it out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely. If I won a hundred dollars, I would get up and walk away. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. But I know that some people like to keep it, mm-hmm. keep it going. Got to bet big to win big, baby. That's true. I did lose a lot of money in the stock market. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's gambling. Version of gambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it could come back. Steve, do you have a? Uh... I know it already, and I, I'm glad that this is the question. It's, You're glad it's, it's the question. Well, it, it's good. Well, I'm yeah because I have a good one and and um, so when I was in my twenties, like probably twenty seven, I was doing comedy. I was trying to figure out who I was, but I was always a funny guy in high school, and I won the talent show for stand up comedy. Cool. Um, and I think there's a the tape of it that I'm I'm gonna find one day. And, and and so everyone was like, Steve, he's the comedian. He's funny, you know. So my friend gets. Was that like a, a comedian? He's funny. I don't know why I got Italian hey, there. <laughs> it's a, come on. So the, my friend got married, and he said, do you want to officiate our wedding? Oh, no. And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, we know you're going to kill. You're going to be so funny. Whatever you do is going to be great. And I was like, sure. And I went back, and I don't know. Have you, have you guys ever just, like, frozen on stage? Oh, wow. I went up and I I like looked out. And also the night before, I was back in my hometown. So we all went out and got completely hammered. So I was kind of super hungover. And I went up. (laughs) I was kind of super hungover. (laughs) (laughs) I'm standing there. My entire family, uh, every single person I went to high school with pretty much that, that I was friends with, my mom's friends, everyone from the town... (laughs) <laughs> where I was, grew up everyone who was like Steve's off in Chicago he's gonna be a star and we're gonna get a glimpse of it here his magic that he's been working on in Chicago and I shit the bed I wow I, my, I'll never forget this I was my, my hand started <sighs> shaking like this because yeah. I, I had um, the, the DTs yes 
<laughs> it might have been that, you know. It certainly didn't help that I didn't go for a jog or something before, but <laughs> and I'm look. It was like a bad dream. Truly, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blink and open my eyes and be in my bed, and this is not gonna be real because I'm looking up at all these faces, all the faces from my life up until that point, just like, oh no. And then like I was start, started seeing people kind of cast their eyes down, you know. <gasps> oh they couldn't look. wow. And my God, afterwards, um, I also forgot very key parts. I forgot the ring part. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I forgot that you may kiss the part. I, for, I, I didn't forget that part. I left He something. led with that. One of the bridesmaids came up and was like, hey, this is really important. Um, I don't have pockets because the patriarchy, women don't get pockets. Thank so you. she's like, I don't have pockets. Can you hold this for me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. And I just set it down on a table. Oh, just, my God. Without knowing, without knowing. And then we're up there, and I'm like, okay, now Bridget is going to. I had to stop the wedding while everyone looked for the thing uh, on the table, whatever it was. I can't a remember. A ring. It wasn't a ring. It was, it was some other little wedding. Like doodad or trinket <laughs> some, or something? Like, yeah, or it might have been like she read a poem. I can't re- remember exactly, but I'd oh be like, my God. guys, uh, this is embarrassing, but uh, we have to stop. And Can everyone look on their tables to see if uh, Bridget's <laughs> oh poem God. is there? Wow. And, and at the end, um, I, I for some reason thought it'd be funny to say, and now let's celebrate good times. Come on. And everyone was like, what? If you have the music queued up, then maybe. And and I like walked off, and and like I can still feel it now. It took years to get over this. Wow, Um, it was so brutal, and everyone was trying to be nice, but and you got to stay at the party now for the rest of the night. Not we, Micah. That you're so right. For hours, and then afterwards, <laughs> going to bars with them. Can you imagine bombing and then having to be around the audience for hours? It's yes. like doing being a cruise ship comedian. Oh, my God. But you can at least hide <laughs> in your room. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, you're yep. right. And no one – the thing is, you, I knew how bad it was because no one really said anything. <gasps> um, yeah, that's, that's worse than you think. Absolutely. My mom <laughs> might have said – it's funny. My God bless my mother. I love her. But she was like, someone did a, a speech at the a bachelor speech, and she leaned over to me and she's like, "He's not very good." I was like, "Mom, Aww. you don't have to do that." <laughs> she was trying to be like, "Look, he's not doing good either." Oh yeah. my God! So it was a it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, everyone's bombing at this wedding. It's the yeah, it's yeah, the, totally the I think it's sucks. the audience. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, when I would go home to my family for like the next year, I I. Because you know when you're always wondering what are they th- are they are they thinking about this time oh, about God. my most tragic moment right but probably they don't care and they forgot uh, I don't know I never brought it up to anyone ever again and then years later like four years later I was at a friend's house when I was back I'm from Maryland where my family is and and he was like oh you were the guy who did that wedding thing <gasps> and I was like yes. And he goes, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> and I decided to accept that. And, and I think that's when I was finally able to. Is there up. any chance that you didn't bomb and you just had some like weird? No. Okay. Because my, fam- <laughs> my family didn't, they wouldn't, adr- they wouldn't really address it. Or they, they're, nice job, Steve. Yeah. Cool. Where's the, where's the bar? Like they, yeah. it was like that. Wow. And imagine all of like, you know, all of my friends, every, all my friends' parents, yeah. And they all thought, like, oh, Steve, he's always been so funny. He's going to absolutely blow this out of the We water. all have an off night. 
I know, but why did I have to do it in front of everyone? <laughs> yeah, that's, bro- that's yeah. rough. That, that does the- suck when your off night is in front of everybody. That's my worst memory, so. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I think you. it was pretty good. I think we've I've started. Mine was kind of light. Steve's was pretty brutal. And now here we are on Micah. What will she give us? It's crazy because I'm sitting there. I'm like, what can even the audience handle? Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, Steve, Tim knows this. You might not know this. I come from what we call a bad family, right? A bad family. Listen, uh, I think I'll tell it anyway. Fuck it. So this is um, this is about the day I went to college, right? Oh, this is a great this is a great bad memory. It's horrendous, right? So um, so I'm leaving for college. My uh, my dad had to go to work that day. It was just you know whatever, and so he wasn't at home. It was just me in the house about to leave. Everyone had already left, and uh, at this point, my mom no longer lived with us, and she wasn't much. She wasn't very much of a part of my life. We had a very uh, not a good relationship, let's say, but you know, like she took a lot of personal offense to that, and she begged me, begged me to drive with me to college. I would drive my car, she would drive her car, help me move all of my stuff. So, you know, so she, the plan was she was going to come and pick me up early in the day, and we would drive out to California. We're going from Phoenix to LA, and she would drive with me, and she begged me to do this. And I'm like, ah, you know, I really could use a second car's worth of stuff, and it would be less scary to drive, you know, like as a caravan. So, okay, so I let her, I let her do this with me. So I put, I pack all of my stuff up and I put it by the front door so that way we can like easily move the stuff into both of our cars and, you know, get the fuck out of, um, get the fuck out of Dodge. And, uh, so the day before I'm like, you know, calling to check in, you know, I hadn't heard from her. Right. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, I really think we should leave by this and this time so that way we're not hitting LA traffic. You know, that we got to time this right. I don't hear anything back from her. I'm like, okay. So now it's like during the day and it's like past noon and it's like, this is like a six to eight hour drive. Right. So, you don't, you know, it's like a long day and it's like getting past noon. I don't hear from her. I'm like, ah, I think I can wait as long as, as 3 PM. And then I, you know, then what it's going to be like, almost midnight by the time we get in. I don't want to, you know what I mean? So it's about 3 p.m. And I'm like, she's not, she's not coming. I'm realizing she's not coming. So um, I just start figuring out what's the stuff that I can take with me. And I pack up my car with like less than half the stuff I was planning to bring with me to college and just leaving the rest of the stuff by the front door. And I'm like, God, this is fucking brutal and I for, I like do one last thing I'm like you know I'm crying whatever I'm like I'll just go in and wash my face and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of there and no one's even there to say goodbye to me as I leave my house for what I was like this is the last time I am not coming back here and uh so so I go in to wash my face and the phone rings and I pick it up and there's a man on the other end he goes uh yes can I speak to Mika and I was like, uh, you know, that happens all the time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is Micah who's calling. And he's like, oh, I'm a friend of, and I'm going to redact her name, but, you know, her first name. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a friend of, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, and I'm sitting there in my head, and you don't know how to pronounce my name, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not even pronouncing my fucking name right. You haven't heard her say my name. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah I'm with your mom. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, wh- where is she? You know, I'm trying to leave. And he's like, he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, she just wants to say she's sorry. And she's running a little late. And I'm like, a little late. Like, I haven't heard from her. And, you know, I'm fucking trying to leave. I'm like, where, where is she? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're in Mexico. 
I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a little more than a little late, my dude. You're not even in the same country. And and she can't even, like, call me herself to tell me this. You know, she gets some fucking whatever, you know, weirdo to call me, not even by the right fucking name. And he's like, yeah, yeah, she just tells, she says, uh, tell me, you know, uh, you know, I just wait for her. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, tell her I will. And then I hang up and fucking just, I was like, peace, fucking went out and uh, drove away. No map because I had not planned it. You know, I was just going to follow her. And uh, and drove away all alone to leave my home forever. Wow, Micah. Oh. And you want <laughs> and you want to know? It's like, have you ever seen the movie City Slickers? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they're like, what's the best day of your life? What's the worst day of your life? And then the guy's like, same day. Yes. I always think of that. And I thought even about last day because it was like one of also even though it was like just fucking like God damn it, my family really does not give a fuck about me. But it was also very empowering to finally be like, I'm fucking free, man. And like, not even guiltily, like being like, I don't owe these people shit. Yes. Ain't nobody here to say goodbye to me. I am fucking done. Do you feel like she did you some kind of weird favor by giving you that permission to cut her out forever? I mean, she gave me that many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, 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 there were many times before that, and there have been many times since my dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it seems so cruel to – yeah, and it's, it's, it's such a testament to a, chi- a child always wanting to and give it, them other chances. It, oh, yeah, and then like later, you know, I, I, you know, I had contact with her you know, multiple times since then, and, and one of those times while I was in college, she was like, you didn't even let me take you to school. No, no. And I was like, and I was like <laughs> we cannot do this. I will never forget that day for as long as I live. I remember I had to like – at one point along the trip, I just stopped at a gas station to buy a map. Because this was a pre-GPS yeah, pre, era, yeah. not to date mm-hmm. myself. But I was just like, I know the 10 goes to California. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, let me just get the fuck out of the state and I'll figure it out from there. What, what do you think happened? Do you think she just maybe for, like, was forgot she... to take her daughter to college after she begged her to do it? Was it like a drug issue or maybe like a mental health issue? I mean, clearly there's a mental health issue happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know. That's cle- number one, I'd say. Yeah. Clearly there's a mental, I mean, but I, I don't. Like what? What factors were at play? I'll never know because the only time I never even brought it up. I was like, "This That's is not a thing you bring yeah. up." She the, she brought it up as though I was the villain of this story. That's so funny. Which is like so. <laughs> it, it which was like it was so wild. I was like, "Of course you see me as the." I didn't wait for her. Yeah, I didn't wait. I'm the terrible daughter. You didn't wait, daughter, you who didn't, didn't wait the twelve and a half hours. Didn't it wait for taken. whatever mystery amount of time there was. She <laughs> was in Me- she was in Mexico. She might have never actually showed up. But my what? dad lived at that house for all. Like he never t- reported some story of like your mom came to the house and was mad. There was like none of that. Why? But Mexico. Why did she go to Mexico? Did you? I ever, don't. You I have no idea. Because it wasn't like I was going to call. Like at this point, I'm like, we are done. Right. This is done. Yep. You know, like I didn't even. At that point, our relationship was so bad. I was like, I don't. Who doesn't want their parent to take them to college? No, that's yeah. Like I, she had to beg me to do that, and I was like, I don't fucking trust this lady. This is a bad idea, oh, you know. Oh no. God, that one broke my heart. 
I'd heard it before. Maybe do a funny one next time, Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, this is our most terrible memory. I mean, I have worse ones. I could do worse ones. I'll tell you this, Mike. I'm even more in love with you than I was Aww. before. Aww. Are you in love with me, Steve? Uh, yes, definitely. And, and I'm a little bit in love with you guys. This yes. Is, <laughs> even Tim. Can I ask one last even thing? Even Tim. No, I love Tim. When, so you went to college. Yeah. When did you, um, like, did you ever reach out? When did you talk to her again? Oh, when she just showed up unannounced and ambushed me at college. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, kind of want to hear that one, too. Yeah, maybe yeah. Next, maybe, next, next time. maybe next episode. And honestly, I'm a little scared because she stalks me online and is probably hearing the story, and it's the first time she's probably ever heard my side of the story and is probably furious right now. Well, if you're listening, check out the Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com. Um, all right, Steve, this is a time of the episode for you to shine. This is a fun party story or a tip for being a great hang. Fun party story. Tip I mean, if hang. you can beat what I just did yeah. as a yeah. fun story. I love yeah. that story, though. I love both your stories. Oh, thanks. thanks. I love I your love story, yours. too. Yeah, this is a good, this is fun. Yeah. You know? Well, good. I'm glad you're having a nice time. Uh, okay, so fun party story. And then what's a tip? Tip for being a good hang? You, you could just do one or the other. It doesn't really matter. I'll do the tip. And actually, it's weird. My, I had a meeting with my boss yesterday. And I thought, I was like, oh, no. He scheduled a meeting on Friday at 11. And I'm like, that's when they fire people, on Fridays. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I was yeah. thinking about your set at the open mic. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, no. Like, it's, it, I'm getting fired. I was convinced. I was like, it's in the air. And so we sit down and we... Uh, we meet and I, and I was like, Hey, what's up, Derek? And he's like, Hey, and we chatted. And then he's like, listen, I want to run something by you. Um, would you want to do a training on how to kind of talk to how to do that? Cause I talk to students for my job. He's like, would you want to kind of put a training together to help some of the other people with that? And I was like, what? So it wasn't getting fired. In fact, it was like praise. Yeah. He loves you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so he asked me, he's like, what is your secret? And I said, my secret is to become curious about people. And he goes, oh, yeah. And I luckily have that sort of innately. I am very curious about everyone. So my tip for being a good hang is to be curious about the person be in front of you. Be a curious soul. Yeah, like, and really listen, do act, actively listen and don't just wait for your turn to talk. And um, that, I know that's not really funny. And also get fucked this up. Is, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. This is the opposite. And get of, fucked up. It's yeah. the opposite of what I do. Yeah, he's like, and don't just wait for your turn to talk, he says, as Tim jumps in immediately <laughs> to, to, to say, I do that. That's me. I heard me. Yeah. I talk. I'm the talk guy. And uh, But of course, there are times when you're like, oh my God, please shut up. Um, but you're like, I guess I was a little too curious here. Yes, <laughs> totally. And you, can, and you can. It's like opening, it's like you press a button and open. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, no one has ever really. This person has never really been listened to before, and then like it comes gushing out. So yeah. just the other day, um, but that's my tip for being a good hang and a good person too. Yeah, there you go. that's a great tip. And I do want to say just just for clarification, um, almost nobody ever fires people on Fridays. It's actually the worst time to fire someone. You think it'd be a good idea because oh. then they have the weekend, but it's actually you're supposed to fire people on a Monday or Tuesday, the latest, because then. They're not just stu- like on a Friday, there's nothing they can do about it. So you give them two whole days to possibly like go to the dark place, drink, KMS, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Right. So you give them Monday so that way they can like 
put their resume together, start reaching out to feelers to Got other it. jobs, give them a sense of like uh, agency. Yep. That's when you fire people and every anybody who works in HR management would know that. Okay. For some reason I always thought Friday because it seems it seems like well, that you and is what week. they say in movies and TV shows. That's and stuff. why. Yeah. I was like, why do I think that? Yeah, so that way you're not dealing with them later in the week and stuff like that. No, you you fire them earlier and then you give them the week off. Got it. That's what you do. Speak of KMS and unaliving. Mm-hmm. It's time to speak ill of the dead. Oh, I was like, you have a war update? No, it's what? time to Wait, speak. What? You guys don't do the party tips or tricks or no, just oh, from you. Just from you. Oh, we've done we've done countless. This is like our hundredth and hundred and twentieth episode. We've done. Okay. Congratulations, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> I mean three hundred more, and we're, we can freaking blaze Tim, it. Tim, do you have a tear? Are you still crying from our stories? Yeah, they really got me. Um, okay, speak ill of the dead. Steve, do you have a dead person to talk shit about? I definitely do, and um, I, 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 and thank you for those prompts, because I love prompts, because you can be, I was thinking about it, and I was like, who would it be? And my, my I was like, oh, I'll do like Jeffrey Epstein, and I'll be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be yeah. the first guy to make fun of him. It'd be so funny. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I remembered, so when I was in high school, I was kind of going down the wrong road a little bit. I mean, as, as much as you can in suburbia, but I was starting to like smoke weed and, and hang out with like guys who were... Pretty cool. On the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Which is hilarious to think about. I mean, the wrong side of the tracks. No one was really on the wrong side of the tracks, but there were some bad kids. Um, and there was a kid who lived up the street from my house named Clarence Thieveridge, and he was a he was a bad there's bad seed. There's something off about this this boy. And um, his I, probably because his parents were divorced. I think his dad was dead, and his mom married a man named Deadeye who had one eye <laughs> and, and had yeah. got, been on – she married him after he got out of jail for murder. Oh, So he wow. lived with a, a murderer uh, who would be like Clarence. You know, uh, they would go and get drugs. So Clarence was like – we all started smoking weed, and then, you know, you could tell that he was probably um, going to keep going. But I hung out with him for a while to smoke – weed and i remember they would rip me off all the time one time they go <laughs> seriously i was such a sucker i was like well here's my 20 dollars." so and he goes okay well we got to go in there and get it and i'm like can i come in he's like you can't be in there when we're putting it in the bag dude that's just how it works and i'm like okay that make that makes sense i guess yeah 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 because they're in there just like putting in yeah. a fraction of what i paid for anyway so one day i came home and my mom was like what what are you hanging out with his name was clarence thieveridge yeah, um, <laughs> a nice, a nice th- thievering name. That's well, insane. Mm-hmm. Get ready. So, he, and my mom was like, "What is this kid? Why are you hanging out with this kid?" Because he would like come over. He lived. He could walk to my house. And so then one day I came home and everything of value in my house was gone. <laughs> Jesus. So he uh, had seen where the secret key was one time when we came over, and him and two of his friends came in to clean the entire house up. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. What do you get, a whole truck for that? I, I don't know. I don't know what the operation was, but he, um, I was like, he's Like such- furniture and all? Not furniture. Yeah. It was like- Like a- VCRs? Anything- yes. Yeah. VCR, like there were like musical instruments, Any anything that you could pawn was, was gone. And I don't, have you ever been robbed before? Y- yeah. No. It's so strange because you walk in and you're like, huh, oh, wait. Because everything is kind of still yeah. there. There's like a missing... It's the worst feeling ever because yeah. you're like, 
are you, am I in a different universe? You know? Totally. Yeah. And it's a very violating feeling. Yes. Your, your house was robbed? Um, well, I had my apartment robbed by, uh, either someone the landlord hired to like replace my door and they kept a key. I assume I had, I called the cops. There was like no forced entry. So I assume they had a key mm. and like just my laptop and headphones were like just missing from my apartment. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. So there was that. And then also my dad's house got robbed multiple times by a meth head he was dating. Oh. Mm. So yes. similar situation. That will happen. You know what? I, I just want to say, and I, I'm going to be quick with the ending here, but I wanted to say there was one sort of uh, foreshadowing occurrence. So he, I, because back then you had booklets of CDs. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had like 200 CDs. Uh, I keep moving the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I, if we can't use any of this. No, I'll, it's fine. I, I'll run it through a thing and it'll be all right. Um, so I had like 200 CDs, you know, that's like, and that's important because that's how you listen to your music. You drive around and put your CDs in. And one day I came home and it was a similar thing, like your laptop. I'm like, where are those CDs? You know, I just couldn't find them. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the most organized person. And then I was like, they're not here. And I was like, oh. And I walked to Clarence's house. The door was unlocked. <laughs> I walked in. No one was there. I walked into his room and there are the CDs on his bed. Jesus. So I, I take them and then take them home. The next time I saw him, I'm like, dude. Why did you steal my CDs? And he goes, I didn't. Oh, no. And I was like, Clarence, they were on your bed. He goes, I don't know, man, but I didn't. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's a great point. He goes, I just don't know, man, but I didn't do it. And he wouldn't like veer from that. He's just like, I didn't do it. And I was like, but they were in your room. And he's like, I I can't explain it, but I didn't do it. So that happened like a month before. And I at that point should have. You know, he probably would have done it anyway, but... Yeah. So then I was like, this idiot probably took it to the pawn shop that's a mile away versus the one that's 60 miles away or something. And sure enough, we drove to the pawn shop and there was all the stuff. Oh my God. So were you legally just able to get it all back? We got it all back and he went to jail. Cool. And and now he's dead. And so then, uh, like six years ago... He got hit by a car. No, my friend Tim Fortin was like, you remember Clarence? And I was like, yeah, dude. And he goes, he's dead. I was like, yeah, that's for the oh, best. Man. No, no. <laughs> the man who stole everything from my house, rest yeah, in peace. I mean, rest in peace, Charles Thieveridge. Clarence Thieveridge, And yeah. with a name like Thieveridge, he never had a chance. No, he didn't. Yeah. I hope he's in hell getting butt-fucked by the devil by all kinds of shit that the devil has stolen. Yes. Yeah. I hope the devil steals your dick and fucks you with it. Yeah. I hope the devil steals his CD booklet. Yes, let's fucking go. Yeah. Oh, but so he went to jail. The same guy, Tim. Do you do you have friends who are like, hey, here's a, they're shit stirrers. Like anytime something bad happens to someone, you get like, he'll send me a newspaper clipping of like, did you know that guy Chris Oliver is arrested for pedophilia? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. So Chris Oliver, stop doing that. He so he sent me a newspaper article from like probably four years after Clarence, or, sorry, four years before Clarence died. That Clarence was in jail for 30 years or something. Jesus. For heroin, selling heroin. Oh. Finally, so, a racket where you make some cash. So, so he, he died in jail. So he died in jail, and, and, and I don't... You want to call the jail and be like, 
How did he die? Did they? Really did he get though. shivved? I hope he got shivved. He stole everything from my family's home. So that's the person that um, I'm not. Honestly, uh, I'm just not sad that he's dead. Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> fuck yeah. you, Clarence. Fuck you, dog. Totally. Micah, you got anybody? Yes, I do. And um, someone who I think is equally deserving of uh, being spoken ill of, it is Ansel Adams. Oh, the picture taker himself. Famed photographer Ansel Adams, who got famous taking pictures of God's work. Oh, yeah, God does all this work making you Yosemite National Forest, and you take a picture of it, not even in the colors of the world, but in black and white. Thank you. In black and white, and now every Everyone has your pictures in their house. Yes. It doesn't even look like the thing. Yes. Nature is beautiful. And you're like, what if it was less beautiful and I made money off of it? Soldier boy, tell them. <laughs> Fuck you, AA. I hope you're fucking rotting in black and white in hell. Oh, I hope you're in de- uh, the devil's fucking uh, dark room getting butt fucked like crazy. That's right. Fuck yeah. Someone finally said it. Yeah. Thank you, Micah. And I'm going to talk shit on a little guy named Socrates. Oh, you were such a good philosopher. Uh, But hey, what's your philosophy that you like to fuck little kids? I don't think so, you pedophilic asshole. I hope the devil's taking dead children and shoving them in your fucking ass. Uh, Rest in piss, Socrates. Rest in piss, Clarence Thievering. Thieverage. Thieverage. And rest in fucking piss, Ansel Adams, you fucking pig. Picture taken, nobody. I hope all you guys are down in hell getting butt fucked by the devil while you have to triple kiss. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that your rest and piss for Socrates did use the Socratic method, where you're like, "Oh, what do you like to teach philosophy to little kids?" And it's like, that's what he would do. He would ask questions until you out your own problems. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Tim. He got you. He got one over on you, even from hell. Dude, I didn't. Know and that, that makes me even more fucking mad. Fuck you. Yep. I didn't know that about Socrates. Man, you, they you, all they did all it. fucked kids. Uh, heroes. It was heroes. cool then. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for sign offs. This is the final segment of the show. This is where we just say signing off, and we do our little sign off. Steve, here's how you do it. Yep. Signing off. It is I, the greatest man who has ever lived, a man. Who will not be swayed by others' love and still loves his girlfriend, Micah Fox, till the very end. A man who also has never interrupted anyone in his life ever once and is a nice boy who is a sweetie. Your Patreon dad, patreon.com slash great hang. Your free, free, your, your, your free feed best friend. Timothy Grady McLaughlin the second. Thank you all very much. McGrady is your middle name. No, it's Grady McLaughlin. I think I might have said McGrady like an ass. Oh, Tim McGrady, Tim Grady McLaughlin. Yeah. And signing off, it is I, the kindest woman in the world, a woman who went to college and ended up being on the dean's list with a. Th- 3.9 GPA, no thanks, needing nobody but her own self. Uh, a woman who, Meg, if you got 20K, you can have them at a steal. <laughs> <laughs> it is me, uh, Steve's friend, Tim's girlfriend for now, and your friend and podcast oh. host, Micah Fox. All right, Steve, go ahead. I'm nervous. This is a ner- nerve-wracking one. Y'all did so good there. As uh, long as you say signing off, you can't fail. Okay, signing off, a guy who's just doing his best, uh, on the grind every day, trying to do the right thing when he can, but recognizing that he's a human being, too. Okay? <laughs> it's Steve Malden signing off.
Peace hey, out. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the day.